0: The Oregon College Savings Plan can help you support your kid's future career as a teacher. a airplane driver? Um, no, their career as a hairstyle designer. As a dinosaur doctor? Oh, their future job as a windmill builder. No, an ice cream taster. You know what? We just don't know what they want to be yet. But while they figure it out and dream big, we're here to help you save for what comes next, whatever that may be. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. Enjoy a smoother morning, a sweeter afternoon, and a cozier evening. McDonald's has lattes, mochas, and macchiatos made with rich, roasted McCafe espresso beans, sweet whipped topping, and frothy steamed milk drizzled with chocolate, caramel, hazelnut, or French vanilla flavors. It's decadence in a coffee cup. So head to McDonald's for your espresso treat. A small is just $2. McCafe. Good as brewing. Price and participation may vary.
1: What up? What up? This is eighty-five yards, the sports podcast by average fans for average fans, aiming to bring the sports conversation from the bar to your speakers. Just want you raise a glass, sit back, relax, and let's get started. Cheers, good sir. How's it going, brother? It's good, man. How are you doing, man? This has been the most twenty twenty week of all of the weeks for me. So I need I need a few of these today. What are you? What do you got there? So I'm drinking a Modelo. I got so much shit last week for hating on Nicolo Ultra all weekend. I was hanging out by the pool. You know, everybody's got their beer that they had brought over, and anytime somebody would say, "Hey, Chaiten, you need a beer? You need to freshen something up?" I would get the stink eye from everybody, saying, "I ain't giving you shit, hating on Nick I Ultra." Mean, so um, it's not unwarranted. Well, I mean, I think people just but also, at, any chance they yeah, can give me at the me same time, shit, though, too, yeah. like, did you want to drink Michelob anyways? Let's be honest. Hell no. Yeah. I told you, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't want it even if it's free. Now, if it's the only thing there, I mean, I'll drink it, but, you know, like I said, it happened to me in my fridge last week, so I'm going with Modelo, a uh, nice Mexican cerveza. I actually heard that, like, a lot of people that, like, go down there, you know, because it's basically, like, their Bud Light whenever mm-hmm. they'll go to Cancun or whatnot. It's actually Medayo, um, it's basically like. They explained. I don't know if that's correct. I, I heard, heard that. that. So, a couple different people. I don't know if it's right. Are they from Barbersville? <laughs> <Is it? laughs> they might be. They might be. And, uh, they might be. They might be just some yeah. dumbasses. So, what are you drinking, man? Uh, I've got me
2: <laughs> some good old fashioned uh, number seven Jack Daniels.
1: Oh, the classic.
2: On. Um, more because. This is like the last bit of alcohol in this house right now. So we... Uh, really? You always keep it stocked. Well, Haley and I are kind of... We're, we're going to do a little uh, five-day detox kind of situation here. Ooh. So we... we <laughs> it actually gave me an excuse the other night. I just... There were some, like, white claws still in the fridge. And, you know, I'd finished off the vodka. And Haley went to bed, <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? She's we're starting this tomorrow so i'm just gonna drink all these <laughs> so so i just See, you do I this is hung out by this. myself <laughs> <laughs> and and drank a couple of white claws just to eliminate
1: alcohol from the house minus the jack daniels bottle for tonight you, you do the same thing that i do before i start like a diet it's like <laughs> i'll cleanse and be like oh, i mean i'll just order yeah, I order pizza and Wendy's, and you know, go go all out because, like, oh yeah, it starts tomorrow. Yeah. So this is my last night of freedom. Yeah, I, I so you know, you it. just
2: gotta go go ham, eat all of it, drink all of it. Right. It's not like it's gonna pardon the yeah, pain anyway. It's not gonna up. make a difference tomorrow. Come on,
1: might as well. No, oh, no, not at all, not at all. So we got some stuff to get into today. Super, super excited. You know, obviously NBA playoffs, hot and heavy right now. Um, you know, really steeped in everything. We'll kind of get in. Into that and start a little bit, Um, you know, looking at that. You know, we'll kind of talk a little bit about Game Six. Wow, yeah, unreal. So Rockets blow out Thunder Game Five by thirty-five points, and then yeah. what a performance by Chris Paul. Yeah, coming down the stretch, step back three tied up. This man. is redemption. This is
2: this is payback. It really is. This is payback to James Harden and the entire. Houston organization for how they handled that entire situation with him. And like to, I mean, he's still a really good player. I think that gets overlooked, you know, like it's not like he's yeah. on his last legs, you know, like, I mean, he is, but, <laughs> but his last legs are yes. still really fucking good. So he can still ball, I'm, and you got to
1: expect that every, every now and then at least. Right. I'll be honest I mean when I think of Chris Paul I think he's like 45 like just because he's been in the league for so long but yeah man he's he's still really good this like you said this series has gotten really chippy and it's gotten really personal because like you know I mean like Harden I don't know if you saw that like Harden and Westbrook were like hardcore talking shit to Steven Adams like Chris Paul obviously like I mean there's a lot of bad blood in history and like more and more of the series is going, like it's yeah. just getting more and more intense. I mean that that too, um, like I didn't even really yeah. think about
2: Westbrook in that in that mm-hmm. fact either. But like I think less less of a degree because he's got I mean, their their team's just better, you know, like he's not the guy yeah, he, to, yeah. to have to kind of like take over and do that kind of shit. But um yeah, I mean Westbrook's gotta be feeling some some type of way. I mean, that's why he's trying to take over late game, even though He probably should never be the late game guy, to be honest.
1: Yeah, he doesn't really have that kind of game, you know, He, as far as, and it's mainly because, I mean, it's really hard for him to consistently shoot from the outside. You know, he can explode throughout the game, but whenever, I mean, we yeah. saw that. I mean, the final score in the Denver and Utah game was 80-78 to 78 last night. It's about who can get a bucket, and when they crowd the lane, you know, whenever they're like, alright, we're going to make you shoot from the outside, that's not Westbrook's Yeah, well,
2: he's the speed guy. He's just going to run straight through to the baseline, because he's faster than everybody, and like, if anybody's right. there, he's just—it's like he overcompensates, and all of a sudden he's just like going off the rails, spinning, like hitting the ground, flailing his arms out. Like it's just so ridiculous to watch him, kind of in those situations. And yeah, if he's got to pull up late, like I don't trust it. If he's on, he's on. Not at all, but like at all. I don't anticipate he's going to be on too much. And especially like what James Harden had, what thirty-two last night, or not last night. The uh, yes, two nights yeah. ago. Um like he's got the hot hand and he, let him give him the ball like you should not be the one taking that shot when he's the shooter
1: right yeah, he definitely needs to. And whenever, like, you know, especially in the late game, that's what's going to be interesting to see as this gets deeper and deeper, is that they're both very ball-dominant players. Right. And I'm going to be really interested to see what's, who who's going to be handling it. You know, because right now, I mean, coming back, I mean, Westbrook's only played, this is his, you know, that was the second mm-hmm. game in game six back from the injury. So, you know, he can kind of ease into it. But you're telling me if they're both healthy, like, who's going to be handling the ball? I would think it's Harden. That's probably the best way to go about it. But, I mean, Westbrook needs the ball in his hands. So, I mean, to why him and
2: Kevin Durant didn't work like I don't know like Chris Paul made more sense to me in Houston just because of his he is more of an assist guy than he is a just natural scorer but I don't know like I I think they'll pull it out I I don't think they're gonna lose tonight just because I think they've got too much firepower to to lose And and plus I think like I mean the the Thunder have to rely on like everybody on that team having a good game to beat
1: that to beat the Rockets. We've got a lot other than Chris Paul. They have a the most B to B plus <laughs> yeah. guys, like Shea Gilgis, yeah. Alexander. Um, you know, obviously they've got, Gallinari. you know, Stephen Adams, Gallinari, um, you know, uh uh dude Schroeder. Yeah. yeah. Schroeder off yeah. the bench. Like they're just a bunch of bunch of squad, a bunch of guys that are gonna give you 10 to 15, but like and is Chris Paul still that guy. Now for a series I think he can be it's going to be really interesting and just kind of back to the rockets last thing on them for me is you know it worked during the regular season. The Rockets, you know, they they played really well. I'm going to be I'm 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 bullish if they're hitting it comes down to a numbers game. They they're taking 50 to 63 threes <laughs> a game. Yeah. It just comes down to like if they hit 35 to 40%, it's almost like a game of attrition mm. like if they hit 40%, you're losing because yeah. there's nothing else you can do. But if they're not hitting, and that's why this this series has came down. Obviously, it's 3-3. If you look at the games that they've won, they've shot over 40% from three. If you look at the games that they've lost, they've shot well, under 35. It's the easiest thing to, to and look. And they've blown out.
2: Like, it's a numbers game. blow out the other team when you win for Houston, and the Thunder are right. winning all the close games. I think this is ultimately going to be a close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, which... It's kind of like a toss up when you look at it, just because I think the Thunder are better as a team than Houston is mm-hmm. for that reason. But right. I just think I think it's they're not gonna have the production that they need from those B B plus players. You know, like Steven Adams, he's not gonna put up a ton of points, but you might need him to. You know, like he'll get you a and 15 he's not that's not his game, game yeah. but uh, so it depends. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what what the bench does. What maybe Schroeder can come in and do off the bench. Mm. I think Houston wins the game, well, and then we get the matchup where. So all of this to say that you know you said that the Lakers had no chance at beating the Rockets, but now you're just shitting on the Rockets against the Thunder of all teams. It's- so the
1: Thunder are a very very difficult matchup for them and that's why I think it's it's gone 7. Look, I, if the Lakers Houston is a better version of Portland in that as far as shooting from the outside and that's where it is. Like it really is kind of like if I, if Houston's hitting 40% of threes, nobody's beating them. Like nobody's going to. And that's what that's what it comes down to for me is that like well, if they if they're hot shooting, like it's kind of an easy pick cuz it's like well, if they're If they're hitting, they can beat anybody, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to be, you know, the more and more I watch of the series, it's, you know, I'm getting more and more skeptical of at the same time, the Lakers weren't
2: hitting shots at all. Like they were very poor in the first, in the, in the first few games, in the first couple of of games. that series. So like, I think we're more likely to see the second half Lakers from the Portland series than we were to see the first half. And if, even if, even if, Houston is shooting lights out. There, one, they're not going to shoot lights out every night. Two, mm. you say the Thunder are a bad matchup. <laughs> you know who's a really bad matchup? Who? LeBron James, Anthony Davis.
1: Oh, and it, we we may not even Kyle get the, We may not even get the chance to see that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can see yeah, Did Danny <laughs> yeah. Green? Oh, Danny Green is the hardest of well, all of them. Yeah. And, and kind of, and to speak to that a little bit, like, you know, so we had, so we've got that game seven tonight, dude, game seven, Denver, Utah last night, the highest scoring series in NBA history. And the final in game seven is 80 to 78. (laughs) Don't know if you watched it. It was, it was just, it reminded me so much of like a three on three outdoor basketball tournament. It was nothing but half court. There were yeah. there were I think combined when I was looking at the box score there were ten fast break points. It's like nineties ten. It's like nineties basketball. Na- very very old school basketball, and it comes down to do you got a bucket getter? Do you got Jimmy somebody? You know, it's easy buckets. Jimmy buckets. You got a bucket <laughs> getter. You got somebody that's just I'm gonna hit this hard ass too. You know, I, it's not a wide open three. It's not gonna be you know this pick and roll pop drive because the defense was at such a high level game seven it's amazing watching these nba players actually play defense it's hard very hard to score when they do that so that's that's that was definitely what happened i mean denver's up 14 at half utah cuts it to five going to the fourth utah scores nine straight in the fourth it's back and forth and then just watching the ending of that game Jokic really was the the difference in that i mean my man over here you know dropped had 30 and 14 12 of 23 from the field. I mean, really he was the reason yeah. that they ended up pulling it out. Murray played terrible. Mitchell played good in the second half, but you know, the, I'll be honest, the winner of that series, they're walking into a buzz saw with the Clippers. That was a tough, <laughs> difficult, grueling series. And they get, yeah, congrats. Your consolation right. prizes. The Clippers tomorrow We've night. They have just been hanging out for a week by the time that, that game is chilling. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah chilling like yeah just over here hurting players hurting beating up luca (laughs) like now they're able to just sit back and chill oh
2: shit what was i gonna say
1: you made me forget with that last comment
2: i don't know i'm good at that oh uh, there was a post-game interview (laughs) uh, and i forget i forget who it was it might have been donovan mitchell um but I, I saw it and it was I think it was on like Dan Patrick show or one of those late night uh you mm. know sports talk radio shows that they kind of air where they like uh Scott Van Pelt, like something like that. Uh and he mentioned yeah. like, you know, oh you know, are you excited you get to turn around and play another play again on Thursday? And dude's face was just like, oh <laughs> man. <laughs> Shit. <laughs>
1: gonna play on thursday that's the sentiment man yeah (laughs) they don't they get one day and like after as hard of a dude that was one of the most difficult games watching that i mean every possession there's a hand in everybody's face everybody's trying to crash there's 10 people in the paint trying to get rebounds like bro like yeah it, it really did show that intensity so speaking of intensity Things are starting to heat up in the Big Ten, dude. Oh, I see. You. Oh, Gotta no, wait, What is going on in the world when the... You skipped. You skipped a whole what? topic. What do you mean I skipped? What did I skip? We had a whole... We, into? we had a
2: whole schedule written out.
1: Heat bucks. Oh, my gosh. Heat Enlightenment. bucks. me. all the heat in the bucks. <laughs> hey, in which that game's actually going on yeah. right now. And uh, we're actually, I was going to say, we're watching, Cole and I are watching, and I keep, I keep hearing Cole react in the background, oh. <laughs> like as we're watching that, I keep hearing, oh shit, oh yeah, that's what we do, <laughs> like I just keep, <laughs> that's what I'm Who's he rooting for? Is he rooting for the heat? Oh, uh, Giannis, there's
2: no foul? You're rooting for the heat of the Bucks. Oh no,
1: we, we no, Bucks, yeah mm. dude, Bucks might be in trouble, it's 22 to 16 right now, Buck, or uh, Heat. I've got the game cast they're, up. I mean, they're playing tough. you got the game cast oh, yeah. up. Yeah, I got it on the TV. That's what I'm, I'm trying to watch right now. Giannis down the lane. Oh my god! TV. But like, don't
2: don't judge this first <laughs> quarter, though, man. This is a four quarter game. It's a four quarter game. Bro. It is. But you look at last. You look Miami's at the last game. Indeed. You look at game one, man. The the fucking Bucks put up forty in the first quarter, and then they put up yeah, that's true. sixty sixty three or whatever it was for the rest of the game 64. for the rest of the game well, like sixty four for the rest of the game, like. They just did. destroyed in the second and third quarters. Cause I mean, they were still up at half. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Just I mean, do you hear the background? I, I'm, trying to stay, I'm trying to stay locked in. <laughs> I just hear. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, get up there. Oh, what a swat. Yeah. And you've, and I mean, like you said, like they come out on fire scorching and then just Jimmy Butler played yeah. unreal. The, the, the Miami is like a better version of the thunder. Like they've got just about yeah. ten guys, and that I would say they're probably better. They've got better outside shooting for sure. But they got just ten guys, and Which is no kinda, real superstars. You know, but they're all. B2B you know what's players. surprising to
2: me is like, I feel like the last year, maybe the year before, I felt very strongly that the Heat were just like blowing up the team.
0: Oh yeah, like going to like, reboot with, mode. Yeah, like
2: with some of the moves that they made, um, and just like kind of. I don't know. It felt like they were keeping, uh, you know, a decent team around, but not anything that's going to like, you know, go deep in the playoffs or like make the playoffs. Maybe you know they might be kind of like that nine, ten seed uh, on an average year, but right. it seemed like that's what they were doing. And then now all of a sudden it's like, oh no, this actually like, worked. You know, like we've they got lost team.
1: A- they did. They got, well, I don't want to say they got lucky. They drafted really well. Mm-hmm. So they take Bam out of bio. They take Tyler Hero. They find Duncan Robinson in the second round, which was unreal. I mean, dude comes in and it's like one of the best, most efficient three-point shooters. You know, they've had Goran Dragic. They get Jimmy Butler, who just stole it, took it coast-to-coast, and just threw it down on Giannis. Um, he doesn't have anybody so, to fight you know, in practice
2: they, now, so I mean.
1: Right. It's funny. Jimmy Butler's had problems everywhere he went until he actually got with a team that was good. I don't think yeah. it was. I think Jimmy was just rubbing people the wrong way because he's kind of like, I want to win. You know, if you guys aren't going hard, I don't give it's a shit. It's that Kobe like, mentality. You know, I'm, he's, he doesn't, it, he doesn't it totally give is. a fuck what
2: you think of him. He doesn't care. You know, if you think he's a, the biggest asshole on planet Earth, he right. wants to win and that's what he's there for. And if you're not there for that and if you're not in into that kind of mentality, then you can get fucked to be frank
1: yeah you can get on and I think that's why he didn't I mean think about it he was with Philadelphia who's not really had a history of winning when he was with Derrick Rose and the Bulls and they were in the playoffs you never heard anything bad about it so you know I mean whenever you've got a team that's actually good and everybody's like buying in and stuff but he was problems with the Timberwolves because you have a bunch of guys like I'm sorry Carl Carl Anthony Towns Andrew Wiggins extremely talented though they'll never win anything I mean it's very soft yeah absolutely so I mean that's just why I didn't didn't work out for him. Bucks heat series prediction. 26-23 heat in the first quarter bucks. right now. They're up 10. You you're taking bucks. the bucks. Yeah, Bucks and 6. I'm going to say Bucks, it's going 7. We're getting a lot of game 7s, I think. I think we're going to get a lot of game 7s this year. I mean, we said it last week like <clears throat> and and, and
2: actually one of the things that I thought was kind of funny uh did you know that in the Rockets Thunder series uh the quote unquote home team has won every game. Right. <laughs> it's every just game like it's right. just like the thought process of um we're the home team, you're the away team, like still is some sort of like of benefit to to these teams, but right. uh in reality it doesn't matter at all. But
1: I was like at the, ho- this is at weird. the hotel room they put <laughs> this is at the hotel rooms. They just put like a mint on their pillow. Yeah. If you're the home team, like they do, like they've got, they've get, got sp- it's like, it's like Iowa.
2: They've got one locker room that's painted pink for the guests, for the pink. away team, you know? <laughs> right. And then the, the, the home, the home locker room is like studded out. And so they just alternate, yeah. you know, it's like the, the away team gets the shitty locker rooms or the non-masculine locker rooms to like locker room, fa- like just get psychologically in their heads or something before the game. I don't know, but, Orlando, right. or, I could see that. I could see Orlando, yeah, like doing some crazy shit like that. They got to do sure. something to try and win games. So, so I mean,
1: oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, at that point, you got to just, yeah, you've got to pull out all the stops and try to do whatever you can to get it top. Damn, heater pouring it on. Okay. So, Big 10. Big 10. Who would have thought the most 2020 thing I've ever seen is the president is getting involved in college football? This is nuts what's going on. For those who aren't familiar, which I don't think that's anybody at this point, right? Donald Trump having a meeting on Monday with Kevin Warren, calling him, saying, tweeting out, quote-unquote, we're on the one-yard line of getting football I, for so the Big I saw, Ten. I saw a response Ryan.
2: to that from, uh, uh-huh. from Tony Gerdman of Buckeyescoop.com on Twitter, and he said... Which one yard line, though? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> because hey, that's a big, very important there. distinction. It's a very important distinction. You got to go 99 yards, or you got to go one yard. What you got to punch is it? It in You can, you can be
1: other, either way, either way. Right. What are your thoughts on it? Just as, as over everything, I know we've we've got some well, very interesting takes on I this. I mean, we
2: we talked a little bit, and and you know, one thing I don't want to do too much of is I. It, I don't want to politicize a lot of our show, you know, as much as hard to write. As much as I think everything becomes politicized, actually. So, uh, today I was on the phone with my dad and he, we were talking a little bit about this and I, and I kind of brought that up because I was like, you know, the Kevin Warren, if his, if, if this was a political move by Kevin Warren, canceling the season, he missed, a golden opportunity, and Joe Biden missed a golden opportunity to get on the phone together and, you know, uh, walk this back amid the backlash to bring back a season and make, you know, Joe Biden look like the hero that we deserve, you know, like she's fucking Batman. Right. Um, but they didn't, obviously. <laughs> uh, right. And instead, Donald Trump is the one to get on that and I was like you know so it's it's there is kind of this you know if it was a political decision then uh, they fucked up if if that's what they wanted mm-hmm. if they wanted to to do this to try and like push the ideology to get Trump out of out of office because he was the reason you know that quote unquote they they had to cancel the season <clears throat> um and my dad reminded me of originally what I believe, and I think most people believe, this was this was really about which is liability, and which is which right. is money long term, and it's not it has it has less to do, I think, with realistically we made this decision to sway voters. What happened?
1: Lay up at the end of the quarter. No. Sorry, thirty eight twenty nine <laughs> heat in the first. All right.
2: Huh. I mean, I've got it here, but mine's mine's, mine's slow to update, really? so your, yours is faster than than what I've got over here. But um, but right. it's about liability more so than it is about using this as a way to sway voters opinions cuz let's be honest mm-hmm. if you don't like Trump you you still don't like Trump like
0: right i don't like one. trump
2: i'm i'm not going to vote for trump because he if if he does impact the decision to bring Pull college football back i'm not voting for him because he brought football back like short of what's, him doing something to he- make me make me like dislike him less than maybe I would, but the football thing is, is not aside from that. There's, there's a lot of other things that I think people take into consideration from a political standpoint when they choose that person. Now I'm not saying Kevin Warren didn't
1: want that to be the case. Right, but right, because we have similar feelings on that with, with Kevin you know Kevin Warren on that. Here's the thing, and I totally I totally understand it. I said the same thing. What a missed opportunity for the Democrats and Biden to try to come in and attempt to be the savior and to come through with this. And Trump, like you said, I I totally agree. I think there's a big segment of the population excuse me, that that feels the way you do. Like, oh, well, even if he brings college football back, like, I love Ohio State, but that's not going to affect it. I do think there are some people that are absolutely on the fence that if their team's playing this fall, it's going to affect. And how interesting it is that we had talked about this, just geographically, the swing states, Big Ten mm-hmm. states are typically the swing states yeah. that decide the election. I love how we're not even talking about the Pac-12 well, at yeah, all. because the
2: Pac-12 just... They just started like their first the, like the uh, parents no, association to, to try and like turn this decision around and shit. Like they they know And
1: the West Coast is well, yeah, but,
2: staunchly different politically. I mean too. all the, the entire coasts are politically different. Very much so. Right. I'm just excited because Ohio State, as breaking news earlier on the one and only Buckeyescoop.com, Um the uh, the Nevada Buck Nugget, if you will, was that Ohio State practice yesterday. Do you know that? Oh, I did not know that.
1: Nevada practice. Buck
2: Nugget. I like He's, that. Was Nevada Buck is his name, and he he I like releases the, nuggets.
1: I was gonna say Nevada Buck Nugget. That sounds like like a like a high oh. end dish that you would serve at like a steakhouse Chayton, in Ohio.
2: Chayton, I'm it's gonna awesome. I'm gonna put you on fucking blast right now.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, what last, is this? Okay. <clears throat> you okay. would know
2: all of You're this. Throw me off guard. Okay? You would know all of this, what I'm saying. hmm uh, if you actually logged into the account that was created for you.
1: Ryan. There the the I just what would what, what the Joker say in in uh, in The Dark Knight? He saying whenever he was just like I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught one. You know, I just do things. Thank you, by the way. And so, so y- y- having said that, yeah, I need to get on that. I need to yeah, get more. yeah, because it was created for you. In Ryan, I Ryan, I I rely. This is this is what I rely on you for, brother, to keep me in the loop, my friend blast putting you on blast goddamn it what do you want me to say man what do you want me to say I, I need to be a better i need to be better i need to be a better person all right yes, yes. i will uh, from yes. here on
2: out oh shit absolutely take, dude i you, you need to be a much better person jayton much better just in all aspects miami <laughs> is taking it to the box holy shit Forty-four thirty-two. is that the the updated score the most
1: recent forty-four thirty-two. yes mm. so what, what have we learned this week that uh, that James Harden and Chris Paul. It's going to be interesting to see if they can make it work the rest of the series. Ryan and I both think the Bucks are going to win the series, and Chetan needs to be a better person. That's yes. that's those are the main takeaways yes. the after this series. So now transitioning into something kind of fun. So we have we have obviously basketballs back. You know you've got golf. Um, you know football is coming back next week. But you know there's second and third sports obviously with with baseball in the NHL. Mm. Coming back, you know, there's, uh, you know, what what kind of is the the third sport? You know, obviously this is a football show mostly. Basketball is definitely second, but you know, Ryan and I kind of fight back and forth on on what we go with third. So with the MLB back and hockey back, Ryan, what is your third sport?
2: Well, to anybody that listened to our first episode, uh, I think they would know. Yeah, I think they, I think they, would they know, know how stand. I feel about baseball. <laughs> um, which is I don't feel about baseball because baseball is, I don't feel anything. The least favorite sport of mine. Like by a large margin, I would say, you know, and You'd like, rather I rather baseball swimming. I played. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Phelps in the water. Definitely. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, and I play, so you played baseball. I yeah. didn't know
1: this. I thought you just wrestled. Well, no, I mean, baseball. I'm
2: like, I played like little league baseball. Oh, okay. And I had I had like the worst experience possible. Like, so I was a pitcher.
1: Hmm.
2: <clears throat> I was throwing a no hitter. Okay. Oh sh. Yeah, throwing a no hitter. Six year old Ryan throwing a no hitter. Hit a grand slam. Same game. Hit a grand slam. Right. You hit a grand slam, yeah. or you threw? a I was a grand throwing slam. a no hitter and hit a grand slam myself <laughs> in the same Damn. game. Okay. You probably uh, got all the, the game posts, got rained out. I'm going to cut that out. <laughs> I won't I won't cut it out. Uh, um the game got rained out and rescheduled and postponed and like we were up like like 6-7 to nothing. Uh, like when it got rained out and what the the when it was replayed, we fucking lost. <laughs> oh
1: shit so oh, none of your stats counted
2: well i mean it counted like we picked up in the same position that we were in it just yeah. like it was postponed from that <laughs> point forward beat. and we fucking lost and so i was like man i had this great game and then your shit hit the fan so <laughs> it's, so it's just now ever since then i'm just like i, I don't like baseball baseball's been dead Why to would you? I?
1: you ruined your life yeah yeah I get it. So So you're a hockey guy. I am am much more NHL. I'm definitely... I'm definitely feeling, I'm definitely more, more so MLB. And I think it's just the nostalgia of it. Look, I, you're, I don't know if you can be an American and not enjoy going to a baseball game in person. And I do, I like that motion you're giving me. I'll take it all. Yeah, all over the face. Listen, there's, there's, there's no better American pastime. You walk into a ballpark, you smell the beer in the air, you eat hot dogs and a beer. It's about 38 bucks doesn't matter cuz you're out in the middle of summertime there's nothing better. So when I'm watching it it just makes me it makes me feel like we're at home. I like the cardboard cutouts too. I got to say I love them. Whenever you're like watching Behind Home Plate, you see all these people. It's like either famous, it'll be some famous people, it'll be some notable people that you'll kind of see back there all making crazy face. It's I love it. So I also was going to I got a little bit of Stataroo's here. So just to point out so did you know the nba viewership is down 4% however mlb viewership has actually jumped 28% on average monday through friday now nhl's also jumped too but i don't i don't, I don't <laughs> they have jumped see here's quite the thing though here's well, the thing i can see
2: here is is the the same numbers that i'm looking at right say that, at? that the mlb uh has been turning down since 2016 when they had 2016 they had about 23 million viewership average in 23
1: million oh well, and now they're at 13 i'm looking at it right now okay washington times post Baseball has seen a surge with ESPN reporting Thursday that the network's MLB viewership has jumped 29% to an average of 1.2 viewers. So that's specifically with like Mm. ESPN telecasts. So Mm. their viewership has actually jumped. That's where I'm getting this from. Convenient. Yeah. Convenient. Yeah. I Mm. told you I had Mm. some numbers. They may not (laughs) be right, but I've got some numbers. (laughs) Uh, Alongside
2: those numbers, the NHL actually has averaged. Now they're not jumping. They're not kind of following. They've kind of stayed consistently year over year around that five to six million mm-hmm. mark. So, right, it's, it's tough to say that they're like trending it, right in the positive direction on that front. Um, but one thing right. that I thought was interesting is that um, the NHL actually has ninety percent. There's four teams in the NHL that have less than ninety percent attendance.
1: Really? Yep, four teams. There's that's it's actually kind of crazy. Yeah. Hockey fans are nuts, though they're a different breed. I'll or, give them I mean, that. And the smaller stadiums, you know, I, I
2: mean, I get that. But right. like hockey, not being a very popular sport in the United States, for that for mm. that many teams to have over ninety percent is is huge. And I think it's it's because here's here's my reasons, right? Why mm. I like hockey more than I like baseball. Um, it's fast paced. It's quick, you know there's not a lot of like downtime and like, oh what's going on? like what am I doing here? Like I don't really have to know what's going on to be able to like be enjoy it yeah to, to enjoy what's going on because it's exciting. Um, there's a lot of hits, there's a lot of just like bodies flying like just shit's happening. baseball I can never shit see the is puck not in hockey, happening though. in baseball. I can't see the ball in baseball. No. you can't see the ball in baseball. I mean, from from pitch <laughs> from pitch to catch, yes, but like,
1: but I mean, the ball gets like. What but mean, they focus
2: what on mean? the person. They focus on the person, not on the ball, right? So I know where the ball is because I know where the person is, right? Hockey, hockey everybody's just like, fucking going when, everywhere. I just turned my mic. Everybody's, everybody's just fucking going everywhere. So yeah, you
1: can't. I watch. Tell. I watch hockey. I watch hockey, and the whole time I'm watching, and I'm just like, shoo, 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 yeah, exactly. Hey, Excitement. Excitement. <laughs> you hear the, it, like, I don't even, I won't even see the goal, but I'll hear, eh, and then they'll be going nuts. And then, no, I mean, like, from that, for, I, look, I'm not saying that I don't like hockey. Trust me, especially playoff hockey. Wow. I love mm. me some intense playoff baseball, too. Dude, Nashville, Pay nothing better.
2: Nashville, when the Stanley Cup finals were here. Bro. Oh, it was wild! It was, it was fucking stupid.
1: They were saying that year that the Stanley Cup was there, they had the best home home ice like advantage yeah. yeah. of all. I mean, teams, I, mean I think that nuts. that factors
2: into like being in Nashville and like being around that that atmosphere. Because like when I when I lived in Columbus, the Blue Jackets were god awful, terrible. Granted, they're good now. They used now, to give tickets you know, for like, like five yeah, bucks,
1: yeah. Whenever we were in they're, school,
2: I, we got them for free. What are you talking about? Like at least a couple of them, um, but. I think moving here and like being in that atmosphere, like definitely helped. But to me, it's like everybody looks at baseball as like, Oh, it's the past time and blah, blah, blah. there's so much tradition, but they don't innovate. They don't change. It's like everybody relies so much on this. Oh, it's the past time and we've got to keep it the integrity and keep this keep it the same way, even though everybody's fucking cheating. Uh, but you know, baseball is above that. We're all above that. So I don't know. Is they very don't, they much, don't yeah. Do anything to like adapt to a differing viewership. And that's why like all of their all of their average fans are in their fifties. Like for real Like they're not they're not doing anything to try and like gain new viewership. So once all, all of them die, then what do you do? Like they just—they just, They just have a shitload of money. That's what the—that's what baseball has. It's just a shitload of money to be able to just like as much money as they have. You would think they would innovate more than what they do. They should innovate. More look, than what you they leave do. me. You just a bunch of old yeah, white dudes. Look, you leave me with.
1: You leave me alone with my <laughs> new balances. I'm gonna replace them. You leave me alone. <laughs> oh, oh shit! Jesus. All right, buddy, bring us home.
2: All right, so 85 Yards, uh, for those of you who are unaware and didn't catch the numerous plugs earlier in this podcast, but 85 Yards is presented to you as part of the Buckeye Scoop Podcast Network, releasing prime Ohio State news and information week over week. It's an amazing collection of some of the best insiders in the game coming together to bring you the most up-to-date information possible, so check them out. It's Buckeyescoop.com or search. Sooch. Or, or search. Such, or search Buckeye Scoop, wherever you listen to podcasts. And lastly, Cousin Bougie, for those of you, again, who didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, the artwork for 85 Yards is presented to you by our dear friends and artists at Cousin Bougie. Leaders in design and apparel, Cousin Bougie provides a unique and inspiring view on the world we live in. Check out their work uh, at CousinBougie.com. That's CousinBougie.com. Again, C O U S I N. B O U J E E dot com. I didn't want to spell it twice, so I didn't spell it twice because that's a lot of, and that's a lot of can't. Letters. letters. A
1: lot Good of stuff, letters. Good stuff, buddy. I'll talk to you next week. Indeed. Um,
2: thanks again for listening, everybody, to 85 Yards. Uh, if you've liked what you've heard, be sure to like, rate, download, and subscribe to 85 Yards for news and updates on all future content available wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Ryan. Quincy.
1: I'm Chayton Booty Nye. Mm. Talk to you soon. Mm. Cheers, my good friend. Cheers, buddy.
0: The Oregon College Savings Plan can help fund your child's dreams and ideas. But it's not just for college. It's also the Trade School Savings Plan and the Books and Materials Savings Plan even the room and board savings plan. With fewer educational expenses to think about, your kids can focus on what matters, their future. Start saving today to support your child's tomorrow. Learn more at OregonCollegeSavings.com. State Farm. Habla Daniela.
2: Hola Daniela, soy José. ¿Te acuerdas que mi auto nuevo venía con mil detectores? Alarmas, cámaras, sensores, de todo. Claro.
1: Bueno, eh, le faltó el detector de canciones que me gustan en la radio. Uh-huh. Me emocioné cantando. Me distraje y choque una columna cuando parqueo. Tranquilo, aquí estamos para ayudarte.
2: No canto más, te prometo.
1: Elige a quien esté aquí para ayudar a que la vida vaya
2: bien. Habla hoy con un agente de State Farm.